Hello and welcome to Adventures in Venue Land, an EVMC podcast. Join us for this all-access pass backstage and behind the scenes with some of the brightest minds that cross the scope of the live event industry. I'm Dave Rettelberger. And I'm Paul Hooper. We'll introduce you to incredible guests who journey with us as we dive deep into the world of venues, tours, festivals, and everything in between. Grab your laminate and meet us in Venue Land. Hello and welcome to a special detour episode of Adventures in Venueland, an EVMC podcast. I'm Dave Brettelberger, and along with my co-host, Paul Hooper, today's episode is a little bit different. It's a detour or a side trip where we take a single serving look at a topic impacting the entertainment industry. And when we talk with our friends and coworkers, no topic seems more important these days in our industry than mental health. So Paul and I teamed up with our friends at Backline to produce a three-part podcast where we can dig in on some issues that are impacting us all these days. This is part one of three. We'll be releasing the other two parts later this week. Paul, would you be so kind as to introduce our guest? Of course. This is Hillary Gleason. She's joining us uh, to talk about what is Backline. You know, some of you all may have heard about it. Uh, maybe you heard about it before the pandemic. Maybe you discovered it when things got a little crazy for all of us. Um, but she's going to give us a little bit of an overview of what the company is, kind of their history, and maybe some exciting things that they are announcing recently. So welcome, Hillary. Thanks so much for having me. Really excited to be here and talk about Backline. Um, for those of you who work in the music industry, this isn't Backline Rentals, uh, but it's Backline. <laughs> a good media. note, a good note. Yeah. <laughs> But it's uh, Backline, the nonprofit organization that helps music industry professionals and their families find quality mental health and wellness care. We started Backline in 2019. That summer was particularly tough for my music community and, and my direct circle of, of friends and family who work in music. And we just started to have conversations about, you know, why People were slipping through the cracks, um, you know, if there were enough resources out there, if people knew where to get help when they were struggling. We lost two musicians that summer uh, to suicide, and out of that grief came this really productive conversation. Myself and eight other people uh, who call ourselves the co-founders of Backline came together to start a series of conference calls with everybody that we knew in music that wanted to have this conversation. And we invited some different organizations that serve pieces of this pie. Some of those you might be familiar with, like Music Cares, uh, the Grammys Foundation, Sweet Relief, um, and, and some other folks to say, hey, we, we have this group of people who are a captive audience and want to talk about mental health um, and know where to go. And on those calls, we realized that, you know, each organization really serves a different piece of this pie. There are certain eligibility requirements, there are certain applications, and there was no, you know, first stop to go to see all of the resources and to really navigate this uh, safely. And so what we did was we launched um, actually six weeks after those first conference calls. So it was uh, quite a sprint, but we knew quick. that yeah. people... Yeah, no doubt. It's <laughs> impressive. 
I think I'm still recovering from that four years later. <laughs> um, but we knew that people needed those resources immediately. And so we launched with a case management program, which offers one-on-one -on -one support in navigating the mental health care space, what you're eligible for, what you need, what you can afford. Anyone in the music industry or their family members can fill out our case management form on our website. They automatically get a link to schedule time with one of our case managers, all of whom are licensed mental health providers that understand the music industry. So on that intake call, we're saying, you know, where do you live? Do you have insurance? Have you, you know, tried therapy before? Do you need to go into substance abuse treatment center? You know, what exactly are you looking for? And then we build a custom care plan for them that outlines here are the things you're eligible for. You mentioned you need financial assistance. Here are the avenues to get that. We also now offer support groups and wellness and a bunch of other things. So that custom care plan is really your roadmap to improving, you know, daily quality of life. And it's not always therapy referrals, but oftentimes that's what folks are coming to us for, looking for providers that understand the music industry and the lifestyle. We now have 600 providers across all 50 states that have signed up to work with Backline and be part of those referrals. It's certainly been a journey in that we launched just six months before the pandemic. Um, so we became incredibly important really quickly yeah. um, and have Good really timing. only grown since there. Yeah, we like to say that our, our crystal ball was working pretty well at that point. <laughs> yeah. um, and it it certainly helped us to, you know, feel like we were doing our part in lifting up the music industry during what was undoubtedly its most challenging time. Well, you know, since you got things, you know, started there, you know, you've had over, you know, 1300 case management submissions, over over 400, nearly 500 support group sessions. Uh, you've had over 9000 wellness event attendees and and uh, uh, over 14000 people have you know used your website to access, you know, resources um, to help. What is it about, you know, the music industry specifically, because this group having been created by the music industry for the music industry understands so many of our challenges but what is it about this industry specifically that kind of said hey we kind of need this it's not there for us there are a lot of contributing factors here when we launched it was primarily a touring music industry that was the way that people were make money as we've sort of moved away from traditional album sales being a, a big revenue stream you know people are touring to live in this industry with touring comes a lot of challenges being away from your loved ones for extended periods of time sleep disruption or lack of routine um the stress and the performance anxiety of having to get up there every day and do a show Really, the challenges can differ based on who it is in the industry. And because we serve everyone from the artist to the venue security guard, we've seen it all. Um, for crew people, I think it's harder to sometimes, you know, get the help that they need because they feel like, hey, if I admit this weakness, I could be off this tour. You know, they could right, find yeah. another roadie. And for the artist, it is this expression of their deepest, darkest internal workings through art, I think, can can present a lot of challenges in trying to navigate being both the person that you are and the persona that you are on stage. 
That I think coupled with the financial insecurity, and we're also still one of the least insured industries, um, really just makes it challenging to find help, to say that you need help. And, and we're still working against a big stigma here. So there's a lot of factors. It's different for everyone. And, and for that reason, we've tried to create as many different avenues within Backline to get help. So not everybody needs therapy. Sometimes you need to just sit in a support group and hear that other people are struggling with similar things to say, okay, this isn't you know, me being abnormal. This is something that just happens sometimes. And um, the wellness modalities are a big part of that too. Sometimes, you know, building in a breathwork routine before you go on stage can help with that performance anxiety and therefore help you feel a little bit more grounded in the process. So we always say there's no one size fits all. It does seem that there, you hit on a couple of these, but really there's so many unique challenges for people that are in this industry. And I think one of the things you mentioned that, uh, I don't know, I guess one thing that comes to mind really is that during 2020, there are a lot of us that work in the industry that maybe are in a market that's smaller, or maybe we go, you know, if you're touring, you're going back and living in whatever your hometown is. And a lot of your friends, they don't understand that struggle. So I do think there is this unique thing where when you talk to people who are not in the industry, they're always like, Oh my gosh, you work at blah, blah, blah stadium. Or wow. You tour with Pearl jam or whatever it is. Like it's, it's this has this happy kind of like, wow, you have, you should feel so fortunate and you should, you know, and, and while that's a great like boost of uh, kind of adrenaline, whenever people tell you that, it's almost like I think people and myself included, I've experienced this. You almost have to put on this happy face because you people make you feel like you should be so fortunate to work in this industry. And I think that is a very unique challenge within this industry where everyone has to kind of have this like, I should feel fortunate. I should not think about any sort of challenges I'm experiencing with mental health or with any sort of highs and lows because I get to see 30 free concerts every or whatever it is. <laughs> and it yeah. kind of glosses over maybe some of the highs and lows that I think are really unique to live events. I think we we sometimes put that on ourselves too, right? If you're working in yeah. the music industry, that's that's most of our dream. That's why we're here. You know, this is what we've been pushing towards. So to be in it fully is like, wait, this is what I wanted. Um, and, and why doesn't it feel, you know, like I'm living the dream. And I think it, it's one of the most high stress jobs. Um, and also really you carry the weight of, I think the whole world on your shoulders. If you're responsible for putting a show on or producing an album or whatever it is, I mean, that's where everyone else goes to get their joy, um, and to right, fill up right. their cups. And so it's, it's really like can be sacrificial in that way where it's like, well, I have to provide for the fans and, and you can our, put our yourself, happiness can depend you know, on ticket sales, right? So when a good yeah. on sale happens, you get that high or when something stinks, whether you have anything to do with it or not, you can just feel that you feel that heaviness and you can carry that with you for for the for an hour, for a, a day, for the weekend uh, uh, or until even the show happens. Right. So it just it's amazing what what can weigh on us. Um, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about what what Backline does. Um, and I really want to touch on the three things here uh, in our in our time here together. First, let's talk about the mental health and wellness resources. So um, like I mentioned, we have 600 providers around the country. We also have partnerships with 
all of the mental health organizations, you know, Seattle has a great organization called Smash. There is Sims Foundation and HAM in Austin. So we are partnered with all of those folks, as well as, you know, all of the financial aid orgs so that when somebody comes to us and says, I don't know what I need, but I'm really struggling, we can really have those conversations where, do you need a therapist? Do you need a band mediator or, um, you know, some some support in couples counseling. So that's one of the the main sort of functions of case management, but uh, the support groups, we actually started March 15th of 2020. So first week of the pandemic, when we recognized that people really needed a space to go, I, I don't have a roadmap. I don't know what's happening. You know, I'm in this insecurity. Those have become now a core program. We didn't plan to launch those prior to the pandemic. We didn't know, but now those spaces have become just a weekly place to drop in and and have those conversations. And it's been really encouraging to see folks, you know, build relationships in those spaces, support one another. And like when we were going back on the road for the first time in 2021, hey, you know, I know it can be hard to think about being on the road again. Here's some of what I'm doing. What, you know, how can we support you as you're going there? Um, so we have three support groups that meet a week now. On Tuesdays, we have our mindful grieving group um, where you're journaling, meditating, and sharing if you feel compelled to share. Um, sometimes I just go and listen, and it's a way to actually move through grief. And I think grief is one of those things that oftentimes people push off because we have such busy lives. Um, And so to be an active participant in grief um, has been really helpful for me and a lot of our attendees. Um, We maintain an open group, which is anything. We talk about everything from divorce to sex addiction to anything else. You know, people come in and say, I'm struggling with this. And all of our groups are moderated by licensed providers. So if, you know, somebody needs more help than just being in that zoom group that's available. We can help to escalate stuff, you know, as needed. Um, and then on Thursdays, we have the first group for partners of people in the music industry, recognizing the important role that, that they hold in keeping all of this going, you know, keeping people in their jobs and, and holding down the fort. So that space is really interesting because it's like, Hey, if you have a touring partner, do you leave your phone on ringer all night? You know, do you, when do you check in? Like those kinds of questions, there's finally a space to have them answered and find support and encouragement in that role. And then our wellness offerings are free to anybody in the music industry. They're all listed on our website under our exclusive offers tab. Um, And a lot of them are app based subscription models that have been offered for free by our partners. So you can uh, download a yoga subscription, breath work, meditation. We have quarterly meditation uh, courses where you can learn how to meditate over three days. And really, like I said, it's it's all about creating as many avenues. So some people don't need um, a wellness practice. They have that part dialed, but they need a band mediator to come in and walk them through, you know, a particularly challenging moment. Um, and so we like to say no stupid questions, like come to us and we will help you find, you know, what it is that you need. And sometimes you don't exactly know what that is, but hey, right. 
I'm a tour manager and I have to set up my first sober tour. Um, what does that look like? How can I encourage folks, you know, and, and also recognize that not everybody on the tour is going to be sober. You know, how do I navigate that? We're here for all of those questions. And I think what sets us apart is that we're navigating those with folks who both understand music industry and have that clinical background so yeah. that you're working with somebody who really understands the safety issues, you know, when uh, escalation might be necessary, all of those things. So we can really walk that walk with you in a, in a confident way. October 10th was World Mental Health Day. And before we let you go here, you had a, a couple of big partnerships and, and new announcements. Yeah, we um, just had our big event uh, in Nashville, which was uh, headlined by Winona Judd, Brittany Spencer, Charles Wesley Godwin, Sierra Hall. I mean, all of these amazing artists came together on that night. And uh, most exciting to me was that we announced our partnership with Master Tour. Uh, Master Tour is the leading touring software. That's what bands use for everything from their guest list to what hotel are we staying at tomorrow night. Master Tour just added the first ever mental health button. So this is an app that people use every single day. And now they'll be able to click into that mental health button. And That's awesome get to the crisis text line, get to the suicide hotline and get to backline, you know, directly from the platform. Master Tour has 250,000 daily users. So this is really the largest partnership and the largest visibility push we've made for backline's resources. Um, so we're just really excited to be working with them and that they are prioritizing, you know, access in a way that is already in line with the the tools that people use every day. So we're really excited about that. Um, and we have some other stuff coming up towards the end of the year that's also going to help get this out. I mean, we're really in the position of we know that all of our programs and resources work. We get testimonials every single week from people saying, hey, this changed my life. This therapist that I found has been absolutely amazing. I've been working with them for two years and, you know, I'm a different version of myself. So we know that these things work. And now we're in the position of really wanting everybody in the music industry to know that they have access to it. We want Backline to be a household name so that if and when something comes up, they know where to go and we're there to meet that need. Um, so really want people to be following along with us on social media. That's where all of our announcements happen. Um, we are at backline.care on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And our website is www.backline.care, and you can direct to the case management or support groups or wellness resources uh, right from there. So we hope that everyone will follow along um, and be a part of this movement to create a safer and more supported music industry. Really so appreciative of what you've started here. And we're going to continue our adventure talking with your team about a little more about, uh, you know, mental health, uh, about, you know, that work-life balance, about dealing with depression and some of those issues and, and a lot more to come in our in our future episodes. But thank you so much for making the time today and, and getting us started. Thanks so much for having me. And a big thanks to everybody for listening to this special detour episode of Adventures in Venue Land. Remember, you can subscribe and find more episodes wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We love your five-star reviews. It helps others find us. Until the next adventure, I'm Dave Rattlebringer. And I'm Paul Hooper. We'll see you on part two later this week. 
Adventures in Venueland is a side project of the Event and Venue Marketing Conference, a marketing conference that brings together diversified event and venue professionals to cultivate education, collaboration, and innovation for the growing sports and live entertainment industry. Find out more at eventvenuemarketing.com. Audio editing and mixing by Camille Faulkner. Design and digital advertising by Megan Ebeck. Copywriting and publicity by Samantha Marker. Guest booking and brand strategies by Paul Hooper. Guest research by Dave Rettelberger. Marketing strategies by Paul Hooper, Megan Ebeck, and Samantha Marker. Thanks for joining us. Until the next adventure.